1: everyone, to another episode, Aussie Tech Heads. That's right. And for those of you who are counting, it is episode 404. And this week, we've got a lot of stories to bring you. We've got some great hosts. They're pretty good-looking, too, so you want to check the video out. But... Uh... We've got uh, stories, stories, more stories. So let's uh, get into it. We, uh, the show is always brought to you by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting, and you can find that at athwebhosting.com.au. It's uh, So the server's located in Australia, so they're nice and fast, so your ping is as low as possible. That's what you're looking for, isn't it? All right, let's uh, meet everyone. Who's up first? Looks like Jace. They call him the Warlock. Hello, Jace. Hey, how is it, Glenny? Good. What have you been up to in your darkened little room you, you call? I don't know, it looks filthy, doesn't it? That's just the, uh, the man- shadows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got a um, got chandelier got a type flight. thing up in the roof there because I'm in the dining room oh, area. Oh, look at that. The and, chandelier. Uh, very pretty, but. Uh, Because it sparkles out the light instead of giving you the full light, it uh, breaks it up too much and looks a bit dark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It looks like someone's throwing dirt all over the wall. All right now. um, All right, good stuff. And in in the in the uh, other microphone there, you can hear William. Hello, William. How are we, gents? Not too bad, (laughs) thanks.
2: Now Mm, for those that you, man. Oh, it's uh, this flu. I wish it'd go away. I tell you, I'm over it. So for those that care,
1: Will is on the mend. You are getting better, aren't you, Will?
2: Uh, that's what everyone keeps telling me. Yes, good, good. Well, Soon I haven't seen any best. evidence yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have you been sick enough to Tell take you what, though, if you want to... time off work? Yeah. You've been sick enough to be off work? Well,
2: I um, took two weeks off work and I've been sick for 13 days. Right, cool. So, yes. <laughs> he, used
0: holiday, he used up his holiday time so he wouldn't get break into his sick pay. Yeah, or pretty much, exactly. Yes, it yes. went down because,
2: you know, I was... We were going to plan on a big trip, went down to Victoria and whatever. We got down there and me, pretty much. Yeah, we went and saw Warlock, and I had a few other people I was going to go and see, but it didn't happen. Jesus bloody there.
0: tall. You wouldn't think of it just seeing him sitting in front of this mic here. But <laughs> I stand next to him, I'm like, Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, now I'm um... And uh, we ended up going down and got down there in three days, and then so I spent four days in a hotel bed trying my best not to die, and then um, – when I was able to move again, I said, "That right, that's it. Jumped in the car and drove back in three straight days and then, yeah. Mm. So it was a fantastic holiday. You know, mental note, don't have holidays.
1: No, well, I hear you two caught up. I saw a photo. So you made it <laughs> yeah, a fair was, way, Will. Uh, you made it down the melt me- too, as- too long. You
2: yeah. went right to- down to the bottom.
1: You went in search for NBN. You found it and you couldn't handle it. And you had to come home. the nbn
0: wasn't working when
2: he was here that's the funny thing he said this nbn i've got this
1: two doors down who
2: needs it (laughs) (laughs) i'll come away to victoria to not find it anyway
1: (laughs) all right let's uh let's move on now this is probably one up (laughs) this story is probably up your guys alleys right up there in fact the new galaxy note 4 has been unveiled there it is They've, they've pipped apple to the post They've, uh, they've come out this week and uh, just snuck in before the Apple event. But the 5.7-inch display and the metal frame, Will, are you across the uh, Galaxy Note 4?
2: Um, only what I've heard about it today, yeah. I haven't uh, started reading into it in depth yet, but um, they're going for the metal the metal uh, frame, which is a good idea instead of the plastic, I think, um, given that it's all screen pretty much. Yes. Well, apparently so. they went away
1: from the plastic, because, look, it says that. It's in my little notes here. It says, uh, uh, yeah, well, the plastic ones, the, the metal ones can hold a larger screen. The new model offers accessories designed to attract gamers and improved pen, stylus, and related software as handwriting. Alternative to keyboard. Who uses a stylus? Who? Even um, they got a
0: version um, of my G3 that's got a stylus Has come out since I bought my one. It's a yeah, thing because people
2: want to draw stuff on there. Mm. On a phone that's got a screen that, that size, yeah, um, a stylus is actually quite handy. You can do everything from, you know, you can do your photos. You can crop and edit and change your photos. You can do, the stylus is actually really handy when you do have a big screen.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I saw someone using a stylus on an iPad. I thought, weird. But anyway.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I had a mini stylus for my iPad. So pretty pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, I think a lot, nice. of, um, a lot of announcements came out this week because of IFA over in Europe. Everybody's announcing all their stuff over there. Apparently, Microsoft's going to do a big announcement they think might be um, Threshold or Windows 9.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Well, that's coming soon, isn't it? But but and the big event is obviously next week. But uh, look, just to finish off this this Samsung, uh, this one here, the new Note device appears to meet expectations on key features such as quad-definition quad, quad definition display and a 16-megapixel rear-facing camera. Jeez, that's uh, big megapixels.
0: Same and- as mine.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, got- it's, um, it's about the same size as the Note 3, um, but it's 2.3mm taller and 0.6mm wider and weighs eight extra grams, but uh, the same screen size. Um, I don't think they can make it any smaller. You know, the battery now is the sort of the, the main size of that. Super AMOLED, AMOLED screens. Um, yeah, as you said, quite HP. Uh, it's got a 3200 milliamp battery, which is up a little bit on the last one. I think the Note 3 is about 2800, so battery life's a little bit bigger. Um, and the t- they've actually bumped up the front-facing camera no, it's actually a 3.7 meg now instead of the standard uh, 2 meg that everybody seems to be running. So, yeah, But can you film both ways with a little stamp in the bottom corner that spins yes, around everything? Yes, you can. That's the important also thing. It <laughs> runs a 1.9 quad-core processor. Um, it's, got, it's, it's interesting the way it runs, actually. It's got two chipsets internally. When you're running games and heavy applications, it's got a 1.9 gig quad-core. And then for the lighter-duty staff word processing, web browsing, it's got a 1.3 quad-core. So it actually physically has two different chipsets in the uh, in the in the phone itself.
1: Yeah, righty How good's that? Uh, so apparently, look, there's been people have been coming out saying, look, the improvements are only incremental and suggest further struggles for Samsung. I didn't realise they were struggling, but further struggles to struggle differentiate <laughs> to, to, to differentiate its product, especially with large screen iPhones on the way. Uh, now, who who said this? This is said by somebody. Some, uh, it's an acknowledgement. Everybody, I'll tell you who it is at the end because I'll probably write it down. It's an acknowledgement that Samsung t- t- took a wrong turn with the move into plastic cases and that its designs didn't move fast enough to keep pace with many competitions, competitors. Uh, ben Wood, a mobile industry analyst with UK-based CCS Insight. I'm glad you're all just hanging to know who he was. The importance of metal cases that it directly translates into bigger edge-to-edge screens. There you go. Cool. All right. Um, Warlock, what have you been looking at this week, reading with your beady little eyes?
0: Well, it sounds like Uncle Rupee's getting a bit uh, worried about uh, other ways that people are getting their movies and shows. So Foxtel is stepping up its battle for subscribers by slashing the cost of a basic cable package by half to $25 and launching a new on-demand box sets channel for pay TV and digital users. The announcement came as part of a revamp of Foxtel's cable and satellite subscription pricing and what could be seen as a preemptive move before US giant Netflix, which is rumored to be eyeing in Australia, enters the local market. We recognize that many Australians feel that Foxtel is too expensive to fit comfortably into their budget, Foxtel chief executive Richard Fraudenstein said.
2: <laughs> they what know a they good have Aussie.
0: Well, we, <laughs> they know we offer fantastic content, but they just don't feel they can stretch their finances to afford it, he said. The newly created $25 per month entry point entertainment pack includes 40 channels such as MTV, National Geographic, TCM, and Universal. Previously, the entry package cost $50 per month. The box sets channel will be available for an extra $10 on top of the newly announced $25 entertainment pack. Binging on television is hugely popular, and we know that this service will be a smash hit, he said at a subscription TV industry conference on Thursday. Subscribers will be able to view complete series of TV shows on demand, including popular series Game of Thrones, The Newsroom, Entourage, and The Sopranos. And the box sets will be available through its mobile service, Foxtel Go, and through its internet-connected IQ personal video recorder boxes. At this point, it has not been announced the online-only package, Foxtel Play.
1: Well, it's not good enough. Really? So really they've only cut it by 25 percent they
0: bucks. must be also getting a bit scared of Fetch TV. I oh, mean, we've yes. got it here in this place in Geelong and it's fantastic. You get a bunch of extra channels and all your stuff comes through the internet so you don't have to worry about antennas on your house or mm. losing signal because it suddenly rains or something like that. It's great. Yeah. So
2: that's strange because we've got Fetch but the – oh, yeah, I guess that side of it does the, – the back part of it does come through the internet. But a lot of it still comes through like your normal channels. And when it records – your normal channels to the DVR it all still comes through the antenna. Um, oh, so, this place here hasn't got an antenna on the house, no, so <laughs> that's really it's, it's interesting because we've got the Optus one, and um, yeah, the normal part of it still works. Your DVR and normal channels still come through the antenna, which is a pain because we've only got like four channels. Yeah, but all your catch-up stuff and all your movies on demand and all that—that's all comes through the internet. So that's weird that there's two different configurations of that as well. Yeah, but- so when we lost our um,
0: internet. We could still get um, the free-to-air channels and a couple others, but there's no antenna here. So mm. bizarre, bizarre, how <laughs> <Hell> bizarre!
1: <laughs> now it's—I uh, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's—it's it's, it's cut enough, isn't it? Twenty-five—they've only cut it twenty-five bucks,
0: really. Yep, and that's
1: Two twenty-five. So yep, yeah. So like, you still get the basic package for twenty-five, but then you still got to yep. chuck on twenty-five if you want the sports channels, which they've probably gone up actually. I reckon that didn't they start off at yeah, about twelve? Do they? But you know they've gone up. Then you have got to plug movies on the platinum package. costs you still ninety nine bucks? So hundred bucks a month, right? And when what does Fetch cost you? Or does that come with the somehow come with your? I think it's like twenty bucks a month or something. Yeah, and and what are you able to access on that?
0: Um, there's sci-fi channels or the SBSSs. Um,
2: Comedy TV one. Yeah.
1: What, uh, what, as in the Foxtel channels? Yep. Yeah, okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but anyway, when the Netflix and that comes out here, they're screwed. They are dead set screwed. Yeah. 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 I mean, and
2: they've been riding a gravy train for so many years that they've just completely forgotten, yeah. you know, what, is, what, the, what the real world, there's a real world out there that doesn't revolve around them anymore. Yeah. It did for a very short period of time, for a, a six or eight year, year period. You know, they had the market. That was it. If you wanted stuff that wasn't on mainstream, that was all your options were. That's right. But they just, they're like Blockbuster and Video Easy. (laughs) You know, they just forgot to move. They forgot to adapt and change and they go away.
1: And plus they're doing like two, three, four-minute ad breaks. You know, like
2: seriously, come on. That's it. You're paying for ads. That's ridiculous. Last time I had pay TV and I haven't had it for a couple of years. We watched... I can't remember what it was. We watched something on normal TV, and it was a um, like it was a half-hour show on regular TV. I think it was on SBS with no ads. And then we watched it on Foxtel, and it was an hour and a half for exactly the same show.
1: Yeah, that's a joke. And that's, that, that'll be their downfall, you know. they got to they got to yeah. snap it up, get snappy. You can't
2: make somebody pay for TV and watch ads. It doesn't work like that. You can yeah. have one or the other. You can't have both. I think. That, a lot it what they've done in the...
1: Yeah, their the, the
0: whole the model. Fetch TV, that I've got uh, the basic channel plus a few extras for $20 a month. You get Disney Channel, Disney Junior, National Geographic, Nat Geo, Nick Nick Junior, TV hit, sci-fi, E! Style, MTV, MTV Classic, MTV Music, MTV Dance, ESPN, ESPN2, Fox Sports, World News, CNBNC, hmm. uh Bloomberg, NDTV. General news, Asia, Sci-Fi, Animal Planet, TLC, Turbo, Home and Health, Travel, Fashion, TV, Baby TV, France 24, uh, Al Jazeera, CCTV, and then you've got on-demand shows and thirty three movies a month. They're putting all their For eggs.
1: They're putting all their eggs into the. Uh, everyone wants the sports channels, so then that's at least 50 bucks a month. That's where they're putting their eggs.
2: But anyway. Yeah, because you can't possibly find that online at all. Well, not as good a quality. Yeah, you can't go to Sky TV and watch it. A- <laughs>
1: Oh, I suppose, yeah, what you They're mean. are probably yeah, trying probably to get good. a lot of
2: those
0: locked down with exclusive deals saying you can't watch this particular footy unless you're with us or something.
2: One of the mm. um, one of the sports bet, I think it might actually be sports bet, uh, uh, sports 24-7 or something, one of the betting um, mobs has, if you're a member, all you have to do is be a free member. You go and sign up for free on their website and then you have access to every broadcasted sporting event.
1: Oh, yeah, right. That's all
2: right. That's pretty good. Because right. so, we found that out. What, I found out that, that out when I was, uh, I wanted to watch Bathurst, but I couldn't be in front of a TV to do it. And I'm hunting around, hunting around. And yeah, they said, I'll oh, sign up and you can watch it. Okay, mm. cool. So I'm thinking, okay, what's the catch? Went and signed up and watched Bathurst for the next two days.
0: Mm.
1: Now, now he, I got a picture here, Will. And, and people say that it, looks, people says that it looks a bit like you, but I don't. I, I said no. But anyway, next
2: week. Apple's- Where'd you get that? I thought I deleted all those photos. <laughs> so I, yeah. Anyway,
1: so Apple's bigger. You see the
2: angle from on top. You think that's <laughs> bad? Apple's bigger event- than the mirror's point of view.
1: Next week, uh, the launch, well, supposed launch of the, the anticipated iPhone 6 and maybe a couple of other things. But anyway, Apple has, inv- has inv- invented, invited the media to a special event in Cupertino, California on September nine. So that'll be uh, Wednesday morning for us over here. Apple's typically cryptic invitation read, wish we could say more. It came on a simple black and white background dominated by the company's familiar corporate logo. Beyond the hardware, the next generation of gadgets will incorporate new software features such as HomeKit, which will help manage connected devices within the home, and HealthKit, a central repository for health data and services. Now, is HealthKit, I'll put it to you, is HealthKit going to suffer a setback because of the recent iCloud uh, hacks, do you think? Like so, um, will people say, well, if they get into iCloud, they'll get into my HealthKit. And we can't have that. Um... Uh, who would
2: know? I mean, look at what the, the government's done with, um, you know, how many times the, the government's website's been hacked in various different forms, and yet, you know, they still want to do the e-health and the this and that where everything's online. And so, mm. you know, I mean, is it a deterrent? Only for smart people, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But not please hmm. but i
1: think uh look J- <laughs> jace has got uh jace has got more of a more of a uh, info on the recent attack on uh, iCloud, if you can call it that. Apple is denying it, but Jason's uh, going to talk about that in a minute. But anyway, what I want want to get through was, yes, iPhone 6, what to expect from the big event next week. The iPhone 5 display measures out to 4.1 inches. The iPhone 6 is expected to come in two different models, one measuring out to 4.7 and the other to 5.5. According to the rumor mill, oh, I love the rumor mill, the new iPhone display will be made of sapphire glass, But it isn't known whether that will come to fruition or not. Now, sapphire glass, I'd never heard of it. So I did a bit of research on it. And uh, I'll I'll tell you what I found. It's supposed to
0: be a bit stronger than the gorilla glass.
1: Yes, currently the front cover on the iPhone 5S is made of gorilla glass, a thin, durable metal material. Durable durable material made of, oh, here we go, alkali alumicillate by US glassmaker Corning. Try saying that
0: three times (laughs) fast.
1: I can't even say it once. However, two of its most precious parts are already encased in sapphire glass. It's 8 megapixel camera and the home button. So according to Neil Alfred, who's a professor of physical electronics and thin film materials at the Imperial College in London, there are some minor impurities in sapphire that make it go blue. Now, sapphire crystal, which is artificially made, is actually pure than a piece of sapphire that you would get in your ring. Ooh. I've never had... Oh, no, I don't think we'll go there. Uh, Sapphire glass, however... It has been a long night. (laughs) Molly Meldrum knows all about it. Sapphire glass, however, is a synthetic form of that compound and is named for its transparency, not its consistency. It's incredibly clear, even for wavelengths of light that are way out of the threshold of what normal humans can see. It's also pretty impossible to scratch. So I'd say that last part is what Apple's all, all about just can't scratch it. So you have to see. look
2: at it the wrong way. You hold it wrong it'll crack. No, it won't, will it? <laughs> well, I don't know. Real <laughs> glass is supposed to be unbroken. Look at every iPhone you ever see. They're all broken.
0: Yeah, true, true. Yeah, scratch, scratches and cracks are the main thing that Apple worries about with their devices. Yeah, the two things. doesn't help if you put glass on the front end and the back.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now, we're not going to know the processor speed until the launch event, but uh, everyone is buying into the expectations of the iPhone running on an A8 chip in addition to a 1 <laughs> gig be really,
0: really, really, really fast. Yeah, and
1: 1 gig of RAM and anywhere up to 128 gig of flash storage. It's possible that the two expected models of the iPhone 6 will be different in ways other than just size. The processors are expected to be the same, but specifics of the battery life, storage and RAM could very well be different. Now, Bloomberg reported on Tuesday that Apple plans to partner with Visa, MasterCard and American Express to turn their iPhone 6 into digital wallets. So this is, this is all these rumours have been around for a while, but seeing it's the last show before the event, we might as well just sort of, yeah, wrap them all up. The, the phone would use near-field communication technology to pay for items in stores. Uh, if the iWatch is teased or even announced, as some are, are saying, partners don't expect it to be released until early next year. So that's probably, a, you know, maybe they could... Announce it and go. Yeah, but it, like the what was that thing they announced last year? You still can't get them, can you? The the the, the those professional round Macintosh computers. Those those round. Apple Lisa. The, right. the Lisa Pro. The Lisa Mac. The Mac Pro. Yeah. yeah, those things. The round things. You still? I don't think you can still buy them. I don't think you can get The, the, the hockey bin, Park?
2: Yeah. yeah. No garbage bin.
1: Yeah, the garbage That's bin.
2: The are right. um. <laughs> bigger than the hockey Park.
1: Yeah, a little bit. So yeah, so that's uh, what's going on. So it's, you can probably get up early on uh, Wednesday morning and watch the live events. No, no, not in. No, it? no, staying in bed.
0: I did that once. That was enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just watch it as it uh, as I'll just download it and watch it later. But, all right, so there, up to date on the Apple, good stuff. Uh, Will, what what else is going on in your world apart from sickness?
2: Um. Apparently not a lot, really. I'm actually just looking through a heap of stories, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of stories this week. But man, there's nothing of. There's a lot there's of a lot of new stories. devices, but it's not really much to talk about. In yeah, I mean, the, you know, talking about the new Smartwatch Three, and and you know, um, Google's adding minimum and maximum bitrate supports, and how that's being updated. Oh, one thing that is interesting, the uh, Note Four got mentioned earlier, but we didn't mention the um, the uh, Curve. Which oh. is the new one that they've just released? Um, it's uh, Edge, sorry, the Note Edge, um, and what it is is similar sort of deal as the a, a tablet or or the Note, except that the, along the spine, I guess you could call it if you think of it as a book along one edge where the spine would be. The screen curves around and down, so that mm. when the phone's sitting on a table or sitting somewhere like that. Um, you can actually, it can be used for scrolling text messages, or it can be used for yeah, announcements okay. and things like that. It'll just on the on the spine of the phone. Nice one,
1: nice one. Uh, well, look, I've got a little story here. Then uh, we might get Jace to tell us about the the iCloud hack, I guess. But uh, my little quick little story is about XP. Everyone loves XP. You still running it? I'm not.
2: A developer. I was actually yeah. talking. It's interesting. I was talking about XP when I was tra- traveling around all these hotels now all have uh, their own integrated Wi-Fi hotspots. They're all different companies have come in over the various times and put hotspots in so they don't get ripped off and whatever. Mm. Well, And particularly the last one I was talking to, I was talking to the guy who runs it, and he said, oh, yeah, they're all based on uh, uh, XP or actually um, the um, – what was it called, the integrated one um, – XP kiosk. or something—the one that's designed for kiosk. the smaller devices. So, um, oh yeah, yeah, the kiosk mode. Yeah, and these are all XP. We're talking thousands and thousands of computers running an integrated version of XP, and the only software that runs, or well, the only thing they're running is this program, and the only operating system this program runs on is this version of XP. So, well, you—they're going to be using it.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Well, if you had have had this information, I'm about to divulge. Uh, when you were on your trip, you would have been hailed as a god, I reckon. So uh, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> a developer known only as Harkaz has been quietly working away, just typing away, jotting away, toiling away in his little computer cave, creating the unofficial Service Pack 4
0: for XP. Uh, so unofficial SP4 role set. <laughs>
2: Um, They basically had controllers, um, they had a base station and a couple of cameras. That's pretty Mm. much what they were. Um, Now, yes, they went outside of range. They were able to fly 5Ks or something like that out of range. I had a quick look on eBay and for $80, I can get myself a quadcopter that can fly 500 meters. Now, that's out of range. That's a long way. The thing is... Yeah. I can't visually see that. No. You know, especially if I'm in a backyard. That's gone. <laughs> it's gone. You know? Yeah. And the thing the thing and most aeroplanes that you've you know, radio control airplanes can well fly out of visual range, especially if you lose control of it. Um <laughs> I had a radio control car that went yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. It ended up in I don't know, Sydney or something. Yeah. Um you should be in jail, <laughs> sir. <laughs> exactly, that's my point. And the thing is I can buy these on eBay from China, from India, from Pakistan, mm. and import them to this country. And yet you're telling me that I can't build, design, create, and export something from this country without the government wanting a permit, a permit, so they can claim their royalties and taxes on the product on as well.
1: But I suppose, like you know, if you are making it in here, like if you import something, you've got to make sure that it meets the standards and all this sort of stuff. So I guess it's probably the same. There's thing. no importation.
2: There is no law for importing it. Mm.
1: Yeah, but it has to still meet standards and stuff. But I don't get the thing with these drones. But how like- did all those
0: USB cables come in that
2: <laughs> electrocuted everybody? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Exactly. They, they, they're not checked for standards or anything. That's, that's how right. they got in here legally.
2: Well, that's But right. my point is, like, why is this company who, they're an Australian company, they're, most of their sales go to firefighters and emergency services and things like that for unmanned vehicles for protection. They make bomb robots and stuff like that. Why, you know, what's the big deal? And not only do they uh, forfeit the items to the Australian government, which means the Australian government paid nothing for a few hundred thousand dollars worth of technology, they've also been ordered to pay $80,000 Good Behaviour Bond on top of that. Yeah, right. So not only have they not made the sale, they've been bought up for some BS law that was made by some bureaucrat to get more taxes out of a company anyway. Then they've been forced to hand over... The products that they made, which are illegal according to the Australian government, to the Australian government. Now and pay them for the privilege.
1: Now look, well, tax taxes—it's a hot subject, isn't it? <laughs> now, treasurer, just and just on tax, I've got one here for you. Treasurer might might um, <coughs> placate placate you a little bit, maybe. Uh, treasurer Joe Hockey has promised to direct the tax office to target multinational businesses who charge Australians, that's us, for more technology and ship the profits offshore to avoid tax. And we know we all know who they're talking about. In a pre-G20 speech mm. this week, Hockey outlined the ways the government plans to tighten up the Australian tax structure, particularly highlighting the higher prices paid for Australia's uh, Australian technology for hardware and software. He said he had asked the Commissioner of Taxation uh, to look at these price differences to ensure that profits earned in Australia are taxed in Australia. In such, This is uh, Hockey now. He said, in such cases, Australia Australia's transfer pricing rules could apply to determine whether the appropriate amount of profit from the Australian sales was booked to Australian operations. You should pay tax in the country where you've earned a profit, and that's not just an essential tax principle. It is rational and fair. Now, former assistant treasurer David Bradbury specifically singled out Google and Apple as users of the so-called double Dutch Irish sandwich. I <laughs> oh, love it. And uh, Hockey did not point the finger at anyone in particular. Uh, but uh, yeah, he just said this is an unfair on, the, uh, unfair on the Australian taxpayer and unfair on local businesses that are doing the right thing. Well, I think he's right. So, yeah, if the profit's made in Australia... I mean,
2: yes and no. Yes and no. If, if I mean, you are paying, you are still paying transaction taxes anyway in this country regardless. Um, but if you do a deal, it's like saying I'm going to, you know, I'm going to buy something from China, but I've got to pay the guy from China, I've got to pay the aircraft, the airline pilot, I've got to pay the customs agent, I've got to pay the local delivery boy to drop it off to me. Well, because no. they've been involved in the transaction.
1: No, I think they're just saying that they'll they um they want whatever is sold. What if, if if you sold something for a dollar, and they want to tax it at say ten percent, then that dollar that has been spent by an Australian should earn the government ten cents.
2: That's probably what they're trying to say. Shouldn't the government jack, they didn't do anything in the first place. Yeah, what do do with the government? They should get their mitts out of it. But, but I know what you're saying. But the thing, like, the, this is the problem. This is what Amazon and Google and all that have done. It's why they they'll do a transaction in an area, but they may not have a physical a hmm. physical thing there. But I mean, it's a fine line. I know it, it, it's kind of. Um, I mean. You've got to be careful that you don't lose existing businesses well, that's, because that's, of it as well. I suppose that's right. Well, so well,
1: that's the, that's the that's the balancing act. That's why everything like this, everything is so hard to, to work out because it is a balancing act. Like you know, Microsoft could say, "All right, stuff it." Then we're going to pull all the staff out of Australia.
2: Right. And that's, well, that's my point. Yeah. And, and they can, and there's that's no big right. deal for them to do it because it's such a small, insignificant well, amount of people in the first place. Yeah, well, that's right. So that's,
1: that's where the balance and that comes in. Because I think that that report last year even said something along the lines of, well, you know, if you're going to continue to do this, they would have recommended that, the, you know, the geo blocking laws and copyright laws be relaxed. So people can just jump onto the internet and, and download the stuff cheaper from overseas.
2: But. Yeah, well, and that and that's part of the reason too. Like, that's the thing. If they start introducing, okay, let's say, um, I'm all. It's kind of irrelevant because we already pay a, an Australian tax as it is. I mean, look at, I don't know, Photoshop for example, where it was six hundred dollars dearer to buy it from here than it was from the states. Yeah. So if they've now got an Australian store that you buy it through the store, it's going to be six hundred dollars dearer plus the tax on top of that. So the thing's going to be eight hundred dollars dearer than it was from mm. buying it from the states. The so when place. you look at it, so like, I'm just going to jump online and buy it from the states.
1: Yeah, but when you when you sit down and probably look at it and try and get your little calculator out and all this sort of stuff, you you could probably see that yeah, okay, like and realistically and logically, they're not they're, the companies aren't out to screw Australians. We're such a small small. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they certainly
0: <laughs> are. What do you it? think it cost? Was- Two to two and a half to three times as much to buy any Adobe products. You can fly to the US and purchase mm. products over there and fly back for the cheaper than the cost of just buying it online and digitally delivered from yes. these companies but and they have remember when Marcus from- Big- the CEO of their company was in a meeting and there was an Australian reporter there who's a technology journalist and he said, why is it so much more expensive for Australians? Mm. And he said, oh, we've got all these wonderful additions. He's like, well, that's fantastic, but everybody in the world gets that. Why does it cost two and a half to three times for this exact same product delivered digitally with no packaging, no postage, no trucks or delivery or presents in Australia? You've just put the price to three times the cost of America and Europe and everything. Mm. And he's like, Well, we've got these fantastic products and these. <laughs> but I'll tell features. you. He said, You're still not answering me. Why is it more expensive? And he's, he's like, Everybody says, because that's what they think Australians will pay, and that's why they charge no. it. There's no, no reason for it. It's not well, not a cost of delivery. It's not a cost of packaging. It's not a cost of taxes. It's because that's what they think Australians will pay, and that's what they charge.
1: Well, let me put it to you that that's probably half the reason. Let me put it to you. Well, Microsoft said exactly the same thing. Yeah, let me put it to you that. Okay, so they've got Adobe, Microsoft, and Apple. They've got staff and Google. They've got staff in Australia, so they, they they've worked out they've metricized their little their their workflows and all this sort of stuff and they've gone okay it costs us so much to have staff and all these expenses in australia it costs this much uh small market not really that much of the product gets sold so it's got to be more expensive for them still to turn a profit on the stuff that is sold
2: over here but you know I, i'm not, but I'm the, not the I'm to less and now and you product. want to and now you want to tax them you want to tax them as well so yes. you want to make the product more expensive yes You know, that's my point. It's it's completely, it's it's nothing, it's got nothing to do with good business and it's all about pure revenue raising for the government. That's Mm. all it's got. It's got nothing to do with good business. Profit for the
0: government and profit for the companies. Yeah, I mean, it is revenue
1: raising. Exactly.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Microsoft said the same thing. When Microsoft was asked, why is your new office suite twice the price in Australia than it is anywhere else? And they said, because it can be.
1: That's right. Exactly. It's, it's yeah.
0: They'll pay it. If they've got no choice. So where else you going to go? It. It's not like Europe or America. We can just pop into the next country and grab it cheaper from there, and then bring it back with you. We've mm. got nowhere to go. <laughs> well, what the hell does the New Zealand pay?
1: My God, they must pay yes. five times. It'd be interesting actually to find out how much New Zealand would pay. Maybe. Uh,
2: um, well, usually, usually when you buy something from New Zealand, it's generally purchased off the Australian dollar. So.
1: Well, let's go. Uh, Microsoft, for example, Microsoft Office.
2: How do I spell it? Mike? It's like trying to have an argument with Malcolm um, Turnbull about his NBN. uh, Why didn't you move to a cheaper
0: place? If you wanted your Microsoft and Adobe products cheaper, why don't you just move to America? What's wrong with you? (laughs) Well,
2: according to well, while Glenn's looking that up quickly, I was just looking through some of Turnbull's favorite moments or best moments. According to um, Turnbull's cost um, benefit analysis and his hugely talented team that leads him, um, apparently over time our internet um, consumption will decrease and the required speed will decrease by as much as 57% in the next 10 years. Um, So apparently it'll be down to 15 megaseconds in 15 years' time how, how much internet we actually need.
1: So, look, I'm just looking up this here, uh, home and student, Microsoft home and student, how much to buy? Geez, it's hard to find stuff when you're in a hurry.
2: When you need it. <laughs> now, okay, so but
1: yeah. uh, it doesn't, okay, here we go. So, office, home and, oh, that's home and business, home and student, well, let's just go to Officeworks.
2: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Office works. This is probably easier, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Because so, I found one in New Zealand. I just want to compare. I'll tell you what that is in a second. So Office, uh what was it? What did I say? Home and student. Microsoft Home and Student, here it goes. Here we go. Okay, so Microsoft Home and Student, this one here, one PC, one thirty nine. In New Zealand, one sixty four. So that'd be probably about right with their dollar, I'd say. So that's a probably you'd say that'd be comparable. I thought it would have been a bit more, but it, that's probably comparable. But in any case, yeah, I'm not arguing for, for um, for higher prices. No way. But what's the answer? Should we just go? Well, stuff it. Then pull your staff out, and we'll just buy it from your server in America. Be done with it. Yep.
2: I mean, if a big business wants to set up, if a big company wants to set up business, and they're making money for us, they're still paying. The amount we are paying. Income tax, for example, but they're paying taxes on their wages, on all the super they're paying, on the buildings that they're leasing. Well,
0: that's They're right. still
2: paying. That's you right. Know. That's if, if a big multi-million dollar company wants to go, hey, we want to put 20,000 employees in a building, yeah, yeah, no worries, mate, off you go.
1: Well, now, can one… Can know, one to a point where you… Can one draw a correlation between Adobe and a mining company then?
2: Well, in a way, but, I mean, the the difference is it's it's a non-destructive force, for one thing, where mining companies do have a little bit to be accounted for in terms of um, environmental issues and things like that, but that's a whole other animal. But in some respects, it's the same sort of deal. Like, um, you know, if if you want to come and you want to spend multi-millions or billions of dollars a year in your industry, in your preferred field of, you know, expertise, and you want to hire staff and you want to pay people to work for you and you want to increase the income of the country, then by all means, I mean, you know, it is similar in some respects to the mines, as you said. But there are there are differences. But mm. same sort of principle. If you want to spend huge amounts of money, well, until we get to that point where we can say, no, sorry, we don't need your money, go away. Um We need the money. You know, yeah, it's not going to be. It's not an I know.
1: I know. It's not an overnight fix, and obviously, it's one of those like with everything. You can keep some of the people happy. You know. Most of the time, but not all the people happy all the time. So anyway, let's uh, let's go on with something else. That, uh, how that goes, <laughs> isn't it? Did I say it wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My
0: head doesn't. He work can say me. whatever he likes. He? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh Jay, what else have you got going over there or down there in old Geelong? Invent new new uh, sayings if you want to. We don't mind. <laughs> Telstra has backed a proposal to block websites that hosted pirated movies and music and called for new measures that would help content owners sue internet users who continue to download them. The calls came in Telstra's submission to the online copyright infringement consultation being led by Attorney General George Brandis. It echoed comments made last month by Chief Executive David Toddy that piracy could not be justified on any basis. Australian courts should be given the power to grant an injunction to block access to overseas websites determined by the court to be facilitating online copyright infringement, Telstra said. Such a mechanism would directly target the source of copyright infringing content. In addition to the court-based website blocking, we propose an education notice scheme. For custom, consumers who identified, why are identified by their IP addresses downloading content without the rights holders' permission, but it's and not a little picture that comes up and goes naughty, naughty, naughty. Did you know you're doing the wrong thing? <laughs> yes, but but blocking. Did you know iP- that
2: we've stolen the music for our Don't Steal any ad anyway? But blocking <laughs> um
1: blocking IP addresses, you don't get the whole show or whole song from one IP address anyway. There, someone'd be punching well, in yeah,
2: IP that's addresses right. all day. It's- that
0: whole oh. district. Yeah, and then customers who continue to download copyright content would be pinged as repeat infringers. This would in turn allow movie and music studios to track down and sue users through a streamlined judicial process. Telstra said internet service providers should not be held accountable and added as customers' rights and privacy should be protected. But it also said all telecommunications companies should be forced to take part in the scheme that
2: was created. Look, that's Well, if that's not a bloody oxymoron, we don't think we we don't agree with this. Nobody should have anything to do with it, but we think everybody should be made to do it. Yep, that's Telstra for you. (laughs) Having said that, there's a um, another article that comes into that. The Crime Commission um, is looking to um, fine ISPs who won't block sites. Um, The Australian Crime Commission has suggested government consider penalties for internet service providers who fail to comply with the request from law enforcement to block websites. Comments come as part of a parliamentary inquiry into the use of controversial section 313 of the telecommunications act which most people don't even know exists it's been dormant for 14 years (laughs) until two years ago when the government agencies decided to start actually enforcing it um the request basically says that the